history of the world and everything that has taken place, how is it possible, like today's show is saying, make America godly again? We look at the repeat and the struggles and everything that's taking place, and yet there is a way, my friends, that we don't have to live in defeat, but we can start standing in victory. But there's a specific Bible verse in the Bible that speaks about how to do this, and I'm not sure if you're going to grasp it right now, but I know you'll get there. With me today is Pastor Jeff Daly, and he is all about making America godly again. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Oh, thanks, Barb. It's a great thrill and honor to be here. I believe your prayers and your encouragement over the last years, especially in the beginning years, is one of the reasons that we are at where we are at today. Oh, so I want to thank you for that. And right now you're doing a lot, something brand new with repentance. Yep. What is that all about? Well, it's God's sense of humor, for one, because I only became a believer, a born-again believer, when I was at age 50 after several marriages, all kinds of disasters. So I have a lot to repent about. Mm -hmm. And I had to learn it. And I had to go through that process, which I think is fundamental to being a real believer. In other words, you, it's not just to say, oh, I like Jesus, but you have to turn. Repentance means turning the other way. Turn away from the world and the flesh. And I had to do that at age 50. So I Now, how did that start for you? Because you started that. You had yeah. to learn that repenting. But as you used your own words when I spoke to you, you were a very prideful oh, attorney. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, like many lawyers, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at what I do. I, I, I was very much filled with my ego, and, and uh, it was all about me, my own agenda. How can I do more? Uh, more money, more clients, more status. Whatever. I had worked on Wall Street. I had done a lot of, I worked for different mayors in New York and in San Francisco. I had this whole big, big, you know, resume, so to speak. But I, in my heart, in my spirit, nothing. I did not even know that you could have a Holy Spirit that would live inside you. Wow. Yeah. So what was the first step? Because when you are a successful, well-to-do man that has what he wants, basically, yeah. or achieved it with, with a little more status, yeah. doesn't it say in the Bible that it's hard for a rich man to go through the eye of a needle? Yes. So yes. Yeah. And, and I believe yeah. that's not just about salvation, but that is about walking in the kingdom. Right. That's a whole new level. So yeah. what was that transformation moment for you? Well, some people were visiting from Canada. One of them had been, the year before, born again. And he was spending seven hours a day reading the Bible. So I thought, what a kook. What a <laughs> Jesus freak. You know? That was what I was calling him. Yeah. But politely, uh, during dinner, I was trying to listen to him. And being the lawyer, I was trying to understand where he was coming from. So I dust off my old Bible, which I had every now and then looked at ever since I was a kid, but mostly put it away. And this one night, I opened it up to John chapter 7, verse 18, and it says, He who's speaking about himself is seeking his own glory. And I could see myself right there. But he who's speaking of the one who sent him is true, and there's no unrighteousness in him. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. I just had an epiphany like, oh my gosh, all this new age stuff that I had been dabbling in, it was all filled with egotism, just like my law practice. 
and I realized I was in the wrong group. I, I needed to repent. I got on the ground and just cried and said, Lord, please forgive me. I blew it. And he filled me immediately with his peace and his love. And very quickly thereafter, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So now I tell really me a little bit about the baptism of the Holy ah. Spirit, because a lot of people have no clue. <laughs> and, you know, I used to be a Christian like that for yeah. 45 years, you know, oh and then all gosh. of a sudden it hit me. I was I like, know. whoa. So explain what you're meaning by that. Well, it's right in the Bible. Number one, read the Bible. Read Acts 2, verse 38. Peter, when he first preaches after the day of Pentecost, he talks about not only repentance, which is his first word, but that also that you would be baptized with the Holy Spirit just amazing that we dropped it out of the church for 2,000 years. And here's what it is, real briefly. It's that extra, I, I call it an extra supernatural bathing from the Lord himself. The Lord Jesus wants each of his believers to be powerful in witnessing. It's an in, what they call an endowment of a powerful way by which not only are you a believer, but you're really called to be a minister, you're called to preach, you're called to all the extra gifts that you get with the Holy Spirit. So it's an, it's just an added, well, it's, it's a supernatural touch. Often you put your hands on a person, you pray and just say, Lord Jesus, would you, this person wants the fullness of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, uh -huh. would you please do that? Boom, it happens. I experienced that because yeah. I said, well, Holy Spirit, you're already there. And right. I thought it was there, it was there, but that extra boom wasn't until yeah. I unwrapped it, what was given to me. Yeah, it's and exciting. You know, I just want to share with you right now, how can you have that? Get quiet before God. Just start listening. Just mm -hmm. start listening. And then all you have to say is, Holy Spirit, I want all you have to give me. I invite you to take over. That's all you have to do, and it will explode. And of course, we want to help you with that as well. So feel free to go to us at barttv.org. We'll be glad to encourage you. But that's what you did at the time. Yeah. So yeah. here you are. Yeah. Your life must have gone completely upside down. It did. Immediately, my then wife, who was very much in the New Age, channeling all these weird demonic things and tarot cards and stuff, very first thing, she just was livid, <laughs> livid, physically uh, attacking me and immediately filed for divorce, immediately filed that for divorce. That didn't go so good. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. So I said, okay, Lord, you can be my spouse because, you know, I've got, it's like the pearl of great price, that one parable. I've got the best of all in life. I do have you. I have the indwelling Holy Spirit. And, of course, I was disappointed but a year and a half, two years later, I found my wife, Lori. So, so God worked your church. God, you know, there's yeah. a lot to it. There's a lot more to it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back because how can we make America godly again? We'll be right back.
Smart TV is all about you getting the needs met that you have. Satan wants to steal, kill, and destroy your life, but Jesus wants to give you the abundant life. How do we do that? We have guests with stories, and God wants to do the stories again in your life. He wants to change your life, He wants to improve your life, and He wants you to have all the benefits. about repentance and I always felt kind of that was kind of a dirty word not on God's side but on my side because wrong sin ugly dirty but that's not what Jeff Daly the pastor that is talking with me right now at all about so what is it that is actually good about repentance I know it's freeing but it has kind of a heavy feel, but you say it is not. No, it's not. So it's really what joyful. are you talking about? Well, it's, it's releasing the old strongholds. For example, Second Chronicles 10, verses 3 and 4 says, We have this mighty power in God to remove strongholds. And that always was something that was vague to me, but I realized that's the Holy Spirit talking about how His own word, replaces the false lies of the enemy and that's at the root of how we get purified that is repentance therefore is a cleansing a spiritual cleansing and it's joyful there's freedom so i was for example talking about how you could make your own list with the lord just yourself and the lord for 45 minutes here's this big laundry list but we know the scripture also that says there's no condemnation in christ so he loves us, just the mess that we are. And I was a big mess for 50 years as a big so-called lawyer type of guy. And, and so I had much to repent about. Well, at the end of making my list, asking the Lord, is there any more? He then says, well, it's your will, your free will. Is there any of these that you would want to remove? And I could say, you know, this one, the third one I wrote down, whatever. As I then exercised my own free will to do it, and I felt his presence helping me, oh my gosh, I'm getting chills now. <laughs> I, I got free of that one item. For Was example, it like a load that fell yes, off your shoulders? Yes, a load shoulders? that falls out of your spirit, out of your soul. You just, oh, I'm done with that one. Because you had the free will decision to either do it or not. So you're not being penalized. You're just being released into God's loving arms with, with his word now being more important mm -hmm. than that old pattern. And we all have these old patterns. And I had so many of them. So it's easy for me to teach about this. And then I watched how it worked in my life. And I went, oh my gosh, we have got to preach and teach people repentance is a blessing. It's a gift from God. And, and we have got such a big audience that we have to reach. So that's why I'm so glad you asked that question today, Barb. May this go all over the planet. Mm, and it will. Good. It will. And, and you know, because all my life, the moment you think about repentance, you feel dirty, shameful, yeah. guilty, struggling. You actually taught me something brand new today. Good. Absolutely brand new. But it talks in the Bible here. And yeah. I know this is part of your second. It you is. You just brought up Second Chronicles. Yep. But I want to talk about 7, starting at verse 14. Yeah. And I love how God answers Solomon's prayer here. 
but it is for the entire world. Right. And it says, then, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sins, and that's that joy you're talking yep. about, and restore their lands. Yep. My eyes will be open and my ears attentive to every prayer made in this place. For I've chosen this temple and set it apart to be holy, a place where my name will be honored forever. I will always watch over it, for it is dear to my heart. Right. So we are the temple now, right. as the people in the New Testament. Right. And when we repent, do I read that correct? It's actually yes. that the Lord is dear to their heart. Yes, yes, yes. But how do you make that turn? Because so often we make the same mistake over and over yeah. and over again. How do you make repentance as a turn? Well, you give yourself at least, say, an extra five minutes in your prayer time each day. And you say, Lord, you know, I really would like to ask your wisdom on this. Is there one of these issues, you know my many issues, is there one that you think I am close to getting rid of with your help? And he'll give you a suggestion. And what I love about the Lord, this is all a suggestion. You have the free will to go, oh, I can't touch that one yet. I, I, I know I get angry when I see my father-in-law or something. You know, we, we all have right. stuff like that. That's, maybe I'll do that next week or month or year, but I can't do that today. But there's others that you can say, all right, I will not take the Lord's name in vain anymore. Mm -hmm. For example, that's a pretty easy one to do, but it, it's, it's vital to get rid of that one, right? Right. In college, right. in law school, I took his name in vain all the time. You know, so I've cleaned that one out. But so in short, you have free will. And because it's free, there's this joy when you do it on your own. See, you're your own priest. You're the one that says, I want to follow the Lord. I want to clean up. So it's, it's your process. It isn't like an angry parent saying, you now have to do this. You blew it. You can't drive the car for three weeks. Go to your room. You know, all of that punishment idea, it's exact opposite. It's joyful. It's freedom. Wow. wow. Never thought of it that way before, and it makes so much sense. Now, you do so yeah. much more with repentance now yeah. because you've taken it to Washington. You're, you're yeah. going all over. Yeah. Share a little bit of that yeah. with me. Well, the, this nation was founded by people that did this all the time. Up until the year 1815, so going back to the pilgrims in 1620, all the way to 1815, 792 days of what they called humiliation, fasting, and prayer. Oh. Ooh, la bache. I, I, I tell you. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's great. Go language. for it. Go for it. That so 792 times. For example, the colony is being threatened by the British that have invaded the Boston Harbor. What did they do in Virginia, a thousand miles away? Next week, they declared a day of humiliation, fasting, and prayer. And that wow. British uh, ships left soon thereafter. So they wow. used it as a spiritual pr principle to protect and bless the colonies and then the nation. Wow. And President Lincoln had three of them in the Civil War, the last one leading to the breakthrough and the victory at Gettysburg. So it's a spiritual Prayer weapon. Prayer is powerful. Yeah. Repentance is powerful. Yes, yes. If God has turned his nation at the time. He wants to do it again. He yep. wants to do it again. He has done it in Jeff's life. He has done it in my life. And he wants to do it in your life. Stay tuned.
because we want to share with you more of this great stuff that can turn this nation around. We'll be right back. Peace is beautiful. However, finding peace is not always easy. But the result when you get there is life-changing. Are you ready to dream bigger, pray bigger, believe bigger, and live bigger? If you want to break free from dull Christianity and transform to a vibrant, active believer, what are you waiting for? Dare to Believe Big teaches you to believe like never before. It is time to grow, evolve, and expand. Discover four words that can transform your life. Are you ready to build a relationship with God? God has incredible plans for you. It is an exciting opportunity, and you can live each day with a high expectation of what God will do next. Don't wait any longer and sign up for your new free membership. Sign up now and get a free gift at daretobelievebig.com. The Hebrew word shuv means to return or go back. Interestingly, there are 21 judgments in the book of Revelation. 21 times that God is trying to get our attention saying, go back, repent. In the Greek, the word repentance is metanoia. Meta means after, and noia means thinking, observing. Put the two words together, and it literally means after thinking about and observing your surroundings. Go back. Yeah. This is what you are all about. Yeah. You were sharing about Gettysburg, that prayer is the one, repenting is the one that turned yes. it around. Yeah. So today, how do you envision to bring America back to being godly again? Well, the last time we've had a national day of repentance, a day of what they called humiliation, fasting, and prayer, 1918, 101 years ago. Is that a shock or what? So we've had days of prayer. 100, 100 years and ago? 101 years, which helped. That's terrible. I know it's terrible. Well, this is what, when I realized and no I read wonder. that. No Let's wonder. Exactly. There's your answer. No wonder. For a hundred years, we've been operating out of our own strength, human, uh, spirit of humanism, um, politics as usual, uh, which are so chaotic right now. And we have not had a day w set aside for those that want to participate. It's all voluntary, costs nothing. But the leaders have not set aside a day whereby we believers could just be with God, fast, pray, whether it's an hour, whether it's all day, whatever. There's no legalism to this, but it's in that movement of repentance that God, it says in 2 Chronicles 7:14, then he hears from heaven, forgives the sin, and heals the land. So he's waiting for us. Of course he can do whatever he wants, but he's waiting for us to purify which was the root of this nation. This nation was founded by people who believed that, and then God blessed it. That's the only reason this United States was as wonderful as it was, was the humility of these devout people. Not everyone was, but many were, and they had these hundreds of days, both in, as colonies and then as young wow. states. And they would, for example, avoiding uh, war with France, John Adams, our second president, called for two days of humiliation, prayer, and fasting. We avoid the war. Same in the War of 1812. James Madison had 
two days of prayer, fasting, and repentance, or humiliation, they called it, that war was um, um, ended quickly. So, so we know how to do it. Our, I mean, it's there. But this current uh, leadership and generation for generations now has said, well, we can do a day of prayer, but this is a little bit too much. And prayer is the, the one in the churches, the prayer meetings that are usually the least attended or not at all. Oh, yeah, exactly. So prayer is not even in the church, most of the churches like it right. used to be. Right. So what day should the day of repentance being be? What, what should be that day? It could be year? any day. It could be any day. It could be a week from now. Give people enough notice. It could, and in fact, I'm even trying in the state of California, I'm trying to get some other pastors to agree with me to do a day of repentance just for the state of California. Th that'd be good. Wouldn't that be good? That'd be very good. Don't you think good. we need it? We need it in this state. We, we need are. it. We <laughs> need it. And, and like I had a guest earlier, Anthony Mitchell, that was sharing. Yeah. And that was new to me because I've been good putting the state down or different things yeah. or doing my p two yeah. pieces in there, right? But what I learned from him was like, we need to bless instead of curse. We right. need to build up, right. get away from that negativity. Right. I watch a lot of news. So it, it's, you know, yeah. you get filled with all that stuff instead of start praying during that stuff. Right. So why would that day not be like a 9-11 day exactly. or, or a day? To me, that was the day right. that, that we need to stand up for what happened to these people and that they died exactly. and, and turn that around. Or would that be too much? No, you see, I, we have to be bold for Christ. We have to use the scripture. My understanding, and this is all hearsay, but I understand that there was a declaration written up for President Bush after 9-11 that would have been a day of repentance and instead someone on his staff said oh that's a little bit too religious let's just call for a day of prayer so prayer is fine but if if we don't get rid of the sin ahead of time it says in Psalm 66 18 if I have iniquity in my heart the Lord won't hear my prayer mm -hmm. Isaiah 59 2 the same almost same words the Lord is waiting for us to cleanse then he hears the prayer. So we should have had a day of repentance. And sadly, for political reasons, it was not done. So wow, that's my again. ministry is to try to push through the inertia and the apathy and the, the lack of understanding of our American Christian heritage. And that's why I'm doing this ministry called Day of Repentance. And we're, guess what? Good news. Other nations like in the middle of Africa, they get it. They're doing a week of repentance right now. <laughs> that is a week and it will turn their country yes. around yes. it will change yes. everything yes, yes. so what yes. you say is first start with the individual yeah and then take it to the next level and you're doing yeah. that now you've written a book to help people with this yes you have written a book it's on the screen right now yeah Share with me a little bit what this devotional will do for people and how it can help them. Well, it's an actual 40-day guide using the, the word 40 in, in Scripture in the Old and New Testament. There's 40 40s, which I didn't know. My I did assistant, not know that. I didn't know that either. But we, a, num a couple of them we know, like Jesus was in the wilderness, tempted by the enemy for 40 days, so forth. So we put 40 days together, together with repentance prayers at the end so it's a devotional to take you through this purification process day by day by yourself you and the Holy Spirit 
and people are loving the book. People love the book because this repentance is not being taught or rarely taught by pastors and priests. It, and they themselves have rarely jumped in the water and, and started to do this. I mean, I, I, I'm generalizing, but there's, there's not a lot of talk out there about repentance. In fact, it's... Actually, you're my first one on yeah. the show after basically almost 10 years. <laughs> it has never been brought up. It's never talked about. So you're correct in that. Yeah, isn't Very it Very correct in that. It would be like, what if we never had learned about forgiveness? We teach forgiveness quite a bit. Yeah. We talk about that, and that's, that's wonderful. But this is also, you know, a, a gift from God, just as, rep as forgiveness is. Repentance is this beautiful gift. So the book is just a way to help you walk through your, your spiritual process of cleansing. Now, if anybody would like to take a look about the spiritual process or wants to get more involved or find out to yeah. start standing up and standing in the gap for this country, yep. what's your website? It's uh, www.repentday.com, R-E-P-E-N-T-D-A-Y.com, and that will get us on to the website. That's great. Yeah. Thank you. And Jeff, thank you for yeah. being on the show with us today. It's a joy. It was an honor. It Joy. was an honor. You've always been there for me. Thank I you. Am. And wow, wow, repenting. I always thought it was a dirty word that needed to be done, that I needed to get things out. But now it's a rejoicing word. <laughs> I just see like <laughs> butterflies all over the room. Yeah. There are none. But I see them in the spirit, and it's just saying freedom. Freedom. Air, mm. load lights, you know, a, a light load, mm -hmm. uh, all of that. Mm -hmm. So I want to have that for you too. I want you to connect with that. So if you want to repent right now, if you're stuck, first of all, I want you to know nothing is too big to repent of. Nothing mm -hmm. is so huge that God does not want to forgive. I've never asked you to forget. I am asking you, will you take the boldness and the courage to forgive and to repent of your own things where you need to go? Because it will help you and set you free. I'd love to pray for you right now, so just say this right after me. Dear Jesus, I repent of what I've done wrong and my part in it. I ask right now, forgive me and help me to release the light and help me to turn away from what I've done wrong. Amen. And if you just did that, my friend, God wants to help mm. you contact us. This is the beginning not the end. God loves you, and so do I. Edna White, who knows all, knows all about how to have to find her voice again. She lost it at the age of five when her stepdad started messing around with her. So for the sake of comfort right. and feeling trapped, right. she chose to stay and allow this to continue to happen. Now, she was like, oh, we're not going over this again. And I wasn't ready. Um, and I said, God, I don't feel that he's really wants forgiveness. I have to give myself permission to be free. Mm -hmm.